Good evening, and welcome to our podcast, 70, written November 7, 2021. The title of our podcast today is Do Unto Others. The world might even say, do it to others. But Jesus teaches us in the Bible how to do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Luke 6.31, paraphrase. Now, we know this as the golden rule. So let me read it. And as you would that men should do to you, do ye also to them likewise. Simply meaning, treat others the way you want to be treated. During his Sermon on the Mount, Jesus goes on to add this tag, Matthew seven twelve. This is the law and the prophets, to love God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and to love your fellow man as yourself. If we can accomplish those two things, we've got the whole law covered. That's found in the Ten Commandments, Exodus 23 to 17. Please take a moment and read all ten. Jesus say, on these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets, Matthew 22, 37 through 40. Jesus rolled the Ten Commandments into two. For clarity and simplicity, that upon these two righteous principles hang all of God's law. To love God with all your heart and to love your fellow man as yourself. It has been said that to find world peace is the number one objective for mankind. But my people, God provided a way to have world peace way back when he gave us the law of God at Mount Sinai. All we've got to do, people, is love one another. And it is clear that you will not do any harm to someone you truly love. You might ask, my brother, why is it that family members kill each other? The answer is simple. They didn't love each other. Example, man kills his wife because she was caught talking with another man. He wasn't loving when he allowed that rage of jealousy to overcome him and that jealousy demon jumped in and he, he, the jealousy demon, invited another demon called murder in and he killed her. So he had two forces against the poor man. Overwhelmed. He killed his wife. 
But that's another podcast. Now, back to our story. Now, reading the scripture here, God makes it clear that it's essential and imperative that we love one another. In order to have peace in this world, how, how do we, as people, measure up? Let's look at our scorecard today in the world. The way you love one another is the same thing you would do for yourself. For your fellow man. If you would feed yourself, then when you see your fellow man hungry, feed him. If you would clothe yourself and you see your fellow man shivering in the cold, clothe him. Are those kind, loving acts that we do? If not, we're not that loving. When I look at the way the rich and the famous couple, just to just the two of them, live in a 10-bedroom, four-bath, $25 million mansion, let me remind you, you, one body, can only sleep in one bed at a time. This house has 10 bedrooms. Also, let me remind you, you, one body, can only take a bath in one bathroom at a time. This house has four baths with a pantry that looks like a grocery store. And they get in that limo to take a Sunday stroll down the street. And not too far away, there's a homeless man, a woman, or a child, shivering in the cold, or trying to shelter in the cardboard box from the hot heat or cold. And this couple just passed as if they didn't notice them. There was plenty of opportunity to be neighborly and or show compassion to those people that was outcast. First John 3.17 talks about that. But instead, they decided to look the other way. It was said when President Barack Obama came to Las Vegas, October 2016, he wanted to drive through our skid row, so to speak. And they recommended that he didn't not, but he insisted. He wanted to see the homeless. Now, I'm not saying Mr. Obama is a Jesus type. I'm only saying that he wanted to see where this money was going that he and Congress was sending to help the state of Nevada. He found what he expected, but he went on to speak at the school there in North Las Vegas to campaign for 
Senator Catherine, Senator-elect Catherine Cortez Mastud at the time, for Harry Reid's uh, soon-to-be-vacant Senate seat, and Hillary Clinton, of course, who's was up for a presidential bid. Every president should take that same ride to see some of our skid row bottom. Mm. Loving our neighbors. This reminds me of another story when the Lord Jesus had this conversation with a certain lawyer about who was his neighbor. The Lord goes on and talks about this man who got beat up by these robbers and they left him for dead. Nobody came to his aid except the one Samaritan who at that time in that part of the world he would be considered an enemy. And Jesus answered and said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he fell among thieves, which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. And by chance there came down a certain priest that way, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. And likewise a Levite, when he passed at that place, came and looked on him and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion on him, and took him and bound up his wounds, poured in oil and wine, and set him on his own beast, and brought him to an inn and took care of him. And on the morrow, when he departed, he took out two pence and gave them to the host and said unto him, Take care of him, and whatsoever thou spendest more, when I come again, I will repay thee. Jesus looked to the lawyer and said, Which of these three do you think was a neighbor to him that fell among the thieves? The lawyer quickly answered, He that showed mercy on him. Then Jesus said unto him, Go and do likewise. Luke 10, 29-37 Paraphrase And by the way, God does say, Love your enemy. Luke six twenty seven. And do you know to this day that is that this statement, I'm sorry, is the hardest scripture in the Bible to accept and understand? To love your enemy. And hey, I'm not talking about a human enemy. I'm talking about the devil. One day, Jesus and I had this conversation which I needed to share with you guys in a future podcast. Anyways, but now back to do unto others. This act of doing for others does not only happen with the rich. 
It can happen with the poor, with the middle class, all in between. Let's say if a poor man, poor homeless man, was just given a sandwich and he is sitting there and though he has the one sandwich and he sees another homeless man walks up and is starving. This becomes a what would Jesus do moment. Would he have the sandwich and they both have something to eat or would he eat it all looking at the fellow man starve? Hey, it can happen and it does happen. And then you have the middle class. They have two cars in their garage. They look out and see someone in their neighborhood digging out of the trash. Now, instead of calling the police, maybe what they, what would be even nicer if they walk out there and ask, hey, are you looking for food? Here, we just had this breakfast and we have more than enough to share with you. Hmm. Oh yeah, the fear factor can set in that if you approach someone like that, they may rob you. But reality check, ladies and gentlemen, you don't need to approach them if they're going to rob you and they and they wouldn't be messing with a trash can. They come right up to your door and rob you. Nevertheless, I understand the fear factor. We live in a world where the devil has bombarded us with so much fear and so many horrifying scenes on the TV of people doing unjust things that I can't understand, I can't understand the fear factor very well. But my point I'm trying to convey here is when you have the opportunity to help, that's the time to reach out and help someone. Because who knows tomorrow may be their last day in this life. And that may be the last good act that you could have bestowed upon them. But you refuse to help. Hmm. Or worse yet, maybe on tomorrow, you're going to die. And that could have been the last good deed you could have done to shore up your record in heaven. Think about it. Remember, do unto others as you wish to have done to you. Not do it to others before they do it to you. I know the world think that way, but rather follows Jesus' way. On the flip side of all this, you may be one of those kind of people like the Pharisee who wanted to look good in the temple or let me bring it home here today, make it personal. You want to look good in the church. 
and you just hand out your donations frequently and often to be seen of men. And who knows? You may be entertaining your guardian angel unaware. The Bible states, be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unaware. You may be doing this to boast your pride and self-esteem and the guardian angel could be recording this as part of your judgment. In essence, always have the right motive behind your action. So whenever you decide to do your fellow man good, or you decide to do evil toward your fellow man, remember this that the Lord say, when you treat your fellow man a certain way, you're treating me that way. He goes on to say in the last day that these people would come to him saying, when did we see you like this, Lord? Hungry, thirsty, a stranger, naked, sick, or in prison, and did minister unto you? Remember what Jesus said? If you have done it to the least of these, my brother, then you have done it unto me. Matthew 25, 34 through 46. Paraphrase. Please take a moment and read that in the Holy Bible. Read that scripture. Let me pray. Lord Jesus, bless the hearer of these podcasts and cause them to be blessed and repent and be saved. In your name, Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. This concludes our podcast. If you or someone you know have need of prayer, contact us at heavensprayerlink.com. We'd love to pray with you. God bless you.